0: Welcome to we the 98ers. I'm Thomas Schooling. That's Evan Bush, a Bushman 07 on Twitter. Um, unfortunately Aiden can't be here today. He's I think lost where, where is he? Uh, I think he's in a jungle in Georgia. Okay. And, um, he was doing some kind of <clears throat> summer camp that he's helping teach or something.
1: Uh, ah, I, um, I mean, at least I had kind of an excuse last week not to be on the yeah. show. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know he said that he could do the show. It just, he would have to give them advance notice, but then he's been off MIA on Facebook the last couple of days.
1: That seems like a lot of work to do. I now I see why he didn't come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I I seem
0: to be able to get you guys both in the same place one once a month or something like that. Other than that, one of you guys are always the MIA. I know, but at least we do the show. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to do the lightning one, and uh, I was driving and hit rain, so... I think I was on it for all of two minutes, and then I just let the other guys take over.
1: It was almost fitting, too. uh, You got rain and the lightning lost, so it was kind of fitting. The rain
0: happened. The whole way in case anybody doesn't notice, I'm sitting here in a hotel room (laughs) in Pensacola. So I was like, oh, I got to bring my laptop. Going to be here for a week. Uh, Got a lot of shows to do between the two. There you go. So let's... Let's look back at the last. So I have here last ten games. We're seven and three in the last ten. Just finished a sweep of the Orioles. Um, We did a split with who was it? I can't even think of it
1: now. I believe the split was with Washington at home. Uh, Yeah, yeah, the split was with Nationals. So. Which 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 that second game I I thought we could have won anyways, but it's been uh, it's been good. It's been a good stretch of a week and a half, and we're up to this point playing the uh, Chicago White Sox, which a lot of analysts out there think it's either the Rays number one, the White Sox number two, or the White Sox number one, the Rays number two. And whoever thinks the White Sox number one, they're they're crazy. They should be you know put down a number two. So it's all good. But it's going to be a good series. With these Listen, two teams. Yankee fans are still thinking they're number one. So. <laughs> Dude, hey, oh my God. Have you seen the amount of denials like it is on Twitter, especially for Yankees fans still thinking like they're the number one team in the league? Like, oh, we're still number one. Just there's MLB.com so biased. I'm like, usually you guys are favored by MLB.com. So I don't want to hear anything about, oh, it's so biased. Like, you guys suck this year. Like, and that's good. Like, keep sucking. Keep, yeah, keeping I mean, I have
0: friends that are Yankees fans and they're in denial. I mean, every once in a while, I'll be like, What are you doing? And they'll be like, Watching my team lose. And then I got a text message the other day saying, uh, At least something's going good. And my team's winning. And then <laughs> they blow it in the eighth inning. <laughs> and it's like, Never mind. I'm going to go jump from the skyway.
1: It's a great day yesterday. So the Yankees lost yesterday. The blue, the, Red Sox got destroyed by the Blue Jays yesterday. I think it was eighteen to three. So, anytime we can gain a little bit of ground, that's fine, man. And we're up uh, three games over Boston, seven and a half over Toronto, and eight and a half over the Yankees. And Baltimore, Baltimore can just kind of snooze and and just lose the rest of the way, which they've been doing for the past a oh, couple of months or so. Whenever we play the or- the Orioles, it's a nice good stretch of wins right there, no matter what. So that's a good thing. Nineteen games back, they are. <sighs> That's. I'm surprised they haven't fired anybody yet with that team. It's so, so odd. But, hey, it's it's the Orioles, man. What can you expect?
0: So during this stretch, uh, let's see. We just had Randy hit a grand slam um, on the last game.
1: Mm-hmm. Grand slam, Randy.
0: Um, they've been seeming like they've been th- – those bats, uh, me and Aiden talked about uh last week. You know, they they had the hit show as their motto years ago, and I remember it that like it's back this year. Uh,
1: you know, and it's to me has been more consistent than it, it has been because we know we see these spurts from time to time where the Rays, you know, they have a great stretch of games where they're just hitting like crazy, and then all of a sudden it just stalls out and they go cold for like another couple of weeks or so. So at least it's been somewhat consi- consistent with this team where they go on a stretch of games where they're just. Hitting runs in. I mean, they still have a problem with runners in scoring position, which is – by it, it just frustrates me the most when they have guys on base and they just can't get them in. That's one of their Achilles heel is they can't get guys in sometimes, and that just frustrates me. But they've they've really strung in a really good uh, couple of weeks where they've just been crushing the ball well, hitting the ball well, and bringing guys in. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I think going up against a team like Chicago is really – a kind of a true test to see how the bats will do, especially against a pitcher like Lance Lynn, who Lance Lynn has been rolling the past five games, uh, recently in his start. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if that that trend can you know continues into this series against the uh, you know, one of the best teams in the AL. So we'll see how it goes tonight. Chicago. I was just taking a look
0: real quick. They have not scored less than three runs since the twenty sixth of May. Wow. And that was still a win against Kansas City, two to one. But every single game since then, whether it's been a <clears throat> win or a loss, they've scored at least three runs. Uh, hey,
1: and you know what the good thing about it is, it is Schooley is you know we're not relying on home runs a lot. I mean, we, we've we've seen those big bops here and there, but and I've always said this: the Rays are a true small ball team. You know, you get runners on base, you hit you hit a single here, hit a double here and there, and that's what they. They are doing really well. They're not like there used to be a couple of years where the Rays tried to get those big bats in and they try to rely on the on the long ball and it didn't work out. But going back to basics like they did last year and continuing on to this year, where they're just a small ball team, it's, it's working out in their favor because the pitching is doing well and the hitting is doing well and it's flowing into the summer. And that's where the dog days of summer creeps in because that's when injuries happens. That's when teams go into the All Star break going, okay, what's our second half going to be? You know what I mean? So, um, it, it's rolling right along, and things are things are quite nice. Being yeah. a Tampa Bay Ray fan,
0: yeah, that's I mean, I, I said something about Randy's grand slam, but it really has been. I mean, look for him to get that grand slam. He had the three on base. I mean, yep. it has been, you know, dig it out, and then mm-hmm. if someone hits the long ball and gets you in, great. If not a little but a little single, whatever it's going to have to take to get a run in there. I,
1: I love the fact too, that cash is kind of going into his Joe Madden esque playbooks when it comes to putting different guys at the the leadoff spot, like having Manuel Margot lead off the other day and him having a leadoff home run in, in the beginning of the, the game was really interesting. So it, it's, it's really good. I mean, Austin Meadows has really turned it around this year. I mean, he's what tied for first for RBIs in the league mm-hmm. this year. So, you know the guys that we wanted to see it around have turning turned it around this year, and then this is a great time to do it. I mean, we're the best best team in baseball right now. It's it's a good time, man.
0: Good time. Brings around. me into the All Star. <clears throat> Who do you th- do you think Meadows gets in? I've seen a couple advertisement now. MLB has been putting out.
1: Here's here's my and thing. I don't I don't pay attention to the All Star game. It means nothing to me. It doesn't really like it's not how it used to be, where the all-star game was kind of like, you know, an event to see, kind of like what the NBA All-Star game used to be. Like mm-hmm. to me, I wish they would just go do away with the All-Star game altogether. But but just bring in, keep in the home run derby, keep in the skills challenges like they did. Like the celebrity softball game is all cute and everything. But when it comes to the all-star game, it's it's quite boring. It really is. Like, yeah. Give me give me the games where you had John Crook. You know trying to get away from you know pitches from Randy Johnson back in the day or turning his helmet around because it was funny I just I whenever the all-star game comes around it's like okay we have a nice little break from baseball and then we can get into the second half I know I, ne- I haven't I haven't watched it in years I think the only thing I've watched when it comes to all-star weekend is uh is the home run Derby and that's it that's,
0: that's all funny. I usually watch yeah too.
1: but I mean if Austin Meadows gets in as an all-star great congratulations to him but other than that just really I it, I, it's lost its flavor to me It
0: has, I think, to the fans, but I still think it means something to the players.
1: It does, yeah. Especially to
0: a player like Meadows, someone who's coming from a small market team, um, you know, that doesn't get much recognition. And if he gets voted in there, I think that's going to mean a lot for him um, compared to like a Vlad Guerrero or someone someone who's used to it. And it's just going to be a popularity contest for that.
1: Right. And usually it is too. I mean, it is definitely a popularity contest. And you've got guys like, you know, Aaron Judge is leading in in votes, but he's he's having a shit year. Like his year's been so bad, horrible year, and he's on a a horrible team this year, but he still gets votes because it's a popularity contest. So that's why that's why I don't watch, man. That's why I don't watch.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean I think I was seeing where New York fans are are busting judges.
1: Good. Uh, Good. Good. Good for him
0: yeah that they're, they're not too happy.
1: I would That's also great, say I, nice I would also say this too schoolie is i'm I'm kind of against the all-star game too because then you run the risk of having your players maybe get injured injured and and that to me, when you put them at risk when you're trying to win, you know the trophy is why would you why would you have your 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 best players out there when you're going for something else instead of having an all-star game? So I'm usually against it because there's a risk of injury involved. But hey, I'm not a manager. I'm not a GM. I don't run the. League. I, I gotta, I gotta think that one of our pitchers gets in there. Um, I would think Tyler now does. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a given. I mean, yeah,
0: I, I would think he he would have to get in there. And if for some reason he can't go, I could still Oops. think of one or two.
1: Which I would be fine with if he gets nominated and gets elected to the All Star Game, great. But he can sit out. We need him. We need him in the rotation. He can sit out. He can be a spectator. That is fine by me. Get your get your get your vote. Get elected to the All Star Game, but sit out. Just so say you know what, I'm going to sit this one out.
0: Thanks, but no thanks. Thanks, but no
1: thanks. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so now it's matchup. You touched on before we went on air.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, you know, glassnell's coming off uh, another gem he pitched over the Nats last uh, Tuesday, uh, allowed one run, struck out 11 and only one walk on 114 pitches. You know what? I want to go back to, you know, we've seen, I think, lately that Kevin Cash is letting his guys go longer into games. Like, Yarbrough, Yarbs had a complete game the first time in, like, 700 and something games. Um, you know, we've had – you know, Dick Mountain, Rich Hill going deep into games, too. Glass now is going deep. Is it is it the turn of the tide where where Cash is like, you know what? I have starting pitchers for a reason. I don't have to use my bullpen anymore, which is great. So uh, I do like this matchup against Lancelin. Lancelin, like I said earlier, has been rolling. Um, he's past five games. He's 5-0 and with a point eight eight ERA. So, you know, raise hitters. Look out. It's going to be a tough one tonight. It's gonna for be the good. year, he's 7-1
0: one with a
1: 1.23. Yep. That's uh, and Lance Lynn, who, who I always thought was kind of an afterthought for a while in the league, he's been bouncing around teams um, for the past couple of years. I know he had a stint in, with the Phillies, and I think he was with the Blue Jays maybe for a season or two. So you know, him go like the White Sox really have have had this hype for the past maybe year or so, where you know th- this could be the year where they're actually good, and they are actually pretty good this year with all the the talent that they have on their team. So this is going to be a great great series, I think. Uh, if the Rays come out of this one. Taking two out of the three, I think that'd be a win-win for me. What do you think?
0: Last, your, last two years, he was with the Rangers. Yeah. Um, the Yankees in 2018, Minnesota also in 2018.
1: So I was way off with the
0: teams he was on. Way <laughs> and off. then and from 2012 to 17, he was with St. Louis.
1: Okay, so yeah, I was way off. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking
0: two out of three yeah. out of the series. Yeah. Um, I think you're you're happy with the two out of three, and I think me and Aiden was talking to him last week how um, from here on out, just taking two out of three um, or a four-game series, two and two, you're going to call that a win um, for here on for the rest of the thing. Yeah. You're going to stay above the other teams um, as long as you can either split it or be on the up end of each series. Um, the Rays are gonna gonna end up first place in this division.
1: I, I totally agree. I think it's you know you win the series every single one. You know, sweep them or win two out of the three or two or, or three out of the four. That's all you need to do is take those series and just keep rolling what you're doing right now. And they've they've been rolling the past you know couple of months, and which is great. Usually. Uh, we see a Rays team that kind of sputters ha- coming into the summer months, but so far it's it's been so good. So it's it's great to see this happening. And uh, congrats uh, to Shane Boz, the Wizard of Boz, being promoted today to AAA Durham. He got promoted up from the Biscuits. Um, G-Man Choi was activated today, so he will be in the lineup. Mikey Brasso was optioned back down to Durham. Um, you know, I want to talk about Taylor Walls. I mean, to the window, to the walls, man. He had a great series against Baltimore. This kid's really disciplined at the plate. He's playing really good shortstop. Um, you know, all the people that want wanted Wander Franco to come up. It's like, you know, we've got this guy named Taylor Walls who's doing pretty good, and you got Vidal Bruhan too, which is waiting in the wings. So, you know, for all the Wander Franco people, you know, just wait, it's coming. Don't worry. You know, it's it's ha- having t- having Taylor Walls in, in the lineup and having him on the uh, the bases is, is is really good too, man. And, and Walls uh, is getting some
0: national attention too. Yeah, he t- definitely is, man. I've seen some um things on espn i've heard some talk on the sports radio chatter um so he's he's definitely a pleasant surprise yeah. um, that they weren't expecting to happen definitely um and touching on that cash letting pitchers um i i forget who it was but i want to say it was it was either hill or yarborough a couple rotations ago he had pulled them early and i think, that, the,
1: was, I think that was yarbs i think that um, was yarbs yeah and
0: twitter universe went crazy and ever since then is when he's been letting them in because everybody was talking about how it's a replay of the world series last yep. year and ever since then he's been like i'm like is he finally listening to the people is I, he finally i
1: i think it is man because the quality starts that he got these guys have, have been giving them have just been phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been it's been almost lights out when it comes to to the guys on the mound, and when you now you have you know Rich Hill really going in deep in the games. Which I listen, I I was a, a skeptic when Rich Hill was brought onto the team because you know filling in for Charlie Morton, who is the elder statesman of that rotation, him going to Atlanta, and you're trying to figure out, okay, should we bring another veteran presence? And you know, Rich Hill is that guy that's you know. I honestly thought was was a wash, was a washout because he's been in the league for a long time. The past couple seasons, he's been with teams. He's gotten hurt, gotten injured, and then hasn't played the rest of the season. So, you know, bringing him and the way he's been pitching, he's not he's not throwing any gas to you, but he knows how to be a finesse pitcher and throw those off 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 speed you know pitches and just really beat you with what he knows. Being an old guy on the team, and what I really like about it too is, you know, say what you want about Rich Hill, but I really think he's Filled into those those shoes that Charlie Morton left behind. Now he's not really filled in all the way, but he's really been a nice fill in for for Charlie Morton being that elder statesman of the rotation. So Rich Hill is, I tip my head off to you being that the old guy on the team, aka Dick Melton, by the way.
0: <laughs> and I, and I think that uh, not only the pitches he's giving you, he gets the ground bar, balls too when needed, right? Um, and gets out of some jams. I mean, I I've been lucky enough to see two of his games now um and he he'll get you out of jams if he's in, in something and you're like oh why is that uh, at times you want cash to pull him and then you're then it's like oh he's putting them back out there and then he gets them right out and I'm like oh, all right
1: to to answer greg's uh you know statement I think I think that the faith is is starting to to come in I think he's having more faith in his starting pitchers and that's that's going to be really good after the All Star break, because that's when we're going to really see, you know, what teams are going to be pulling away from the pack and and headed towards you know playoff run. You know, if we can have the freshest bullpen going into the playoffs, that's what you want. So if, if he if his faith, which we've, we've we're kind of seeing in the past couple of weeks, where he's relying on his starters to go six seven innings, that's going to be great going into the summer months and then going into the fall. It's going to be awesome. Less
0: analytics, more
1: faith. I think uh I think maybe after the World Series debacle, Cash was probably like, you know what, I may need to go back to basics and and just be a manager and, and manage a baseball team instead of worrying about matchups and analytics and all the other other stuff that maybe has hindered this team to to really get over the mountaintop to get the championship.
0: So let's talk about someone who's still on the team. <laughs>
1: is his name Kevin?
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> It seems like every single show we're like, will he be traded by the next show? He had a
1: good series against Baltimore, so they helped his stock out a little bit. So <laughs> it's like it's like all of a sudden
0: he's like, Nope, you ain't gonna get rid of me. Here I am.
1: I, I want I want your, your true opinion, Schoolie. Do you do you honestly think he's gonna be dealt by the trade deadline?
0: I don't. I well, yeah. I think if they can get something good in return for him. I think with the injuries already this year, they're probably getting a bag of baseballs offered for him. And I don't think they're ready to give that up yet um, for a bag of baseballs. I think they they would have to put some kind of something together even if mm-hmm. they put a prospect in there to get something back. But I just don't see them trading him. Um, I don't see teams offering too much right now. If Because of his injury-prone this season,
1: right? And I agree with you on that one too. I, I, my, like last month, I could have said, yeah, he's probably going to be dealt, but now I'm not so sure anymore. You know what I mean? It's almost like they don't really need to, right, at all because you know he's he's a premier center fielder. He's really great in the on, on defense. You know his batting is. It sputters here and there. He's fast on the base pass. He can steal bases for you. Well, Greg, it's going to be coming soon. But you never know. <laughs> but you know they they don't have a need to trade him unless there's like an offer out there. Like the Rays are probably like, okay, you know this is intriguing. Let's see what we can maybe do with this. But yeah, I don't, I don't. As I, my probability now for him getting traded is probably at ten percent. Yeah. I I think
0: they stick with them.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Because you never know, you could catch fire and start hitting like crazy in the second half of the season, which you know we haven't seen yet. But you never know.
0: I the way they're going, I think you just you don't want to make too many changes.
1: We were talking about this the other day uh, on my other show. Play the Wait, isn't this
0: the kiss of death right here? Yeah, it is People kiss of death. Get what are you doing? Jersey.
1: <laughs> that's why uh, you get that's why you get it customized, Greg. That's why you get it customized. We were we were talking about this uh you know the whole trading thing the other day on my show, uh play the bay, where you know why rock the boat with another yeah. trade? Now now obviously the Willie Adame's thing, you know, has worked out in our favor so far. And it worked out in Milwaukee's, you know, Willie, he's doing pretty good in Milwaukee too. But why rock the boat even more when you don't have to? You know what I mean? Like why. Why trade away a guy that's you know good at defense and everything, where you don't know what you're getting back, and you know who's really going to fill in for for KK? I mean, yeah, Brett Phillips could maybe be center fielder, but he's not Kevin Kiermaier's in center. You know what I mean? So why rock the boat? And now they've they've upped the capacity at the Trout. Yep, I think it's up to twenty thousand, I believe now. Yep, and maybe half that shows up, even though it's a full nothing
0: nothing up in the three hundreds, right?
1: I don't think so yet. Uh, Greg, to answer your question now, uh, we said this before the show started. Choi has been activated, he'll be in the lineup tonight. So yeah, you'll be able to see his splits and everything. Um, somebody made uh, I think a tweeted out the other day on Twitter was if the Rays went and did their promotion, I think it was 2 years ago where they remember they did the $3 and $5 tickets. Yep. And the games were packed. Yep. Like if I was Stewie, you know, I would maybe do that. You would have so many people go, especially now we're in the summertime, and you would pack the house full of people. I mean, well, see- uh, And I
0: know right now they're
1: doing two free tickets if you go get the vaccine. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I need my two free tickets because I got my vaccine the other day. But you didn't get it at the trop, did you? Uh, no, I did not. So you I had to have you. gotten it at the trop. to yeah. get my two free tickets. Well, yeah. son of a B. <laughs> you
0: had to do it in lot B, I think it is. Can I get like uh, um,
1: a third shot, or that
0: might <laughs> kill? I know I saw I saw that, and I was like, uh, "Well, I got my second one a month ago. Can we do it all over again?" Like,
1: I tell you what, I got my, my I, I, I got my second one yesterday. I got my second one yesterday. I feel like, oof, I feel like Kevin Kiermeyer's hitting like just really, <laughs> really crappy. <laughs> I can't
0: stop looking at Mickey Mouse behind you.
1: <laughs> yeah you know when you you've got a, a three-year-old that uh you got to keep her busy when you're doing podcasting <laughs> yeah, and that, so. yeah. And so far so good so <laughs> um,
0: so let's say any last words before we get out of here before the game starts tonight
1: uh, you know what you know the increased capacity of the stadium let's fill up those seats man let's get there to the top. let's let's you know cheer for one of the Probably the best team right now in all of baseball. And let's let's bring the noise when they come back in the town. We've got this this road tripper going on. Tune in tonight. It's going to be a good one. A really marquee matchup. I'm really surprised that ESPN didn't put this on their channel. You know, Glassnow going against Lynn, two top teams in the league. So it's going to be a good one. What do you got, Schoolie?
0: And they're they're fun to watch. Uh, you know, yeah. we talked about ever since Choi has came back, they have gotten that fun back, which they had last year that took them to the World Series. Yep. And they, they're having fun again. They, they got the bats are hot. They're playing the field good. I mean, this is a legitimate team again this year that everybody thought last year was just a fluke.
1: Oh, but kind of, Brett Phillips, by the way, is a national treasure. Uh, Him, like, faking out the ump with uh, thought he was charging the mound. Yep. Price, priceless. Like a national treasure. If you don't like Brett Phillips, you you are not a human being.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And we'll have to bring out the whiteboard again during the playoffs because that seemed to help us yes. watch we'll have, we'll have shooter and stash back for the playoffs. <laughs> so um, right now we don't have a certain date because we've been working around the lightning playoffs, but we will start posting more when, and we'll try to set up some dates and get yep. it out there for people. We're getting more and more viewers and we only got Greg chatting in today, but we've been getting it. Uh, uh a month ago and someone's like, Hey, that's right near my house. Did he
1: buy you a taco, Greg?
0: <laughs> Did he say welcome to Moe's? Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, so we'll we'll get this consistently and we'll get going. We just have to work around the lightning playoffs some and
1: Damn damn bolt's making everything. So Yeah, some daddy duty. God, event, daddy duty um
0: day camp uh work and then me travelling for my work. So um, but we'll be back again sometime next week. Uh, for now, go follow Evan on Twitter. Oh, where are you at? There. Uh, go follow him on Twitter. Um, you can check me out on Twitter. I think it's TommyBoy1014. And from here on out, raise up.
1: Hashtag raise up. Hashtags Stu uh, sucks.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining We the 98ers.